everybody. I'm Brian. And I'm Brian. And this is Brian versus Brian, episode one, zero, three. Nope. Nope. Uh, nope. I like how Jordan Peele said it was going to be uh, another title he thought of was Little Green Men to play nice. on the the money of and also Alien. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm glad he went with this, but he said he chose this because he was trying to think what uh, audiences would, what their reaction would be. And I was like, I hate to tell you, it's pretty accurate. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So just released, uh, what day was it released? July 22nd. Um, 131 minutes. Budget 68 million. Box office 95.5 million, but. I'm sure these numbers are wrong. The weekend's not even over yet. I don't know how, what it's trending like. I saw a projected 50 million, which would be not great. Yeah, it's tough because, like, yeah, he's a big name and everything, and it's going to be popular, but it's always going to be harder for an R rated film versus, you know, something like Top Gun or a <clears> Marvel <throat> movie where you can bring your family and all that. It's going to make way more money. But when you have an R rated, not not only R-rated, but an R-rated genre picture, like a horror UFO. It's gonna it's gonna have a tough time making a shit ton of money, but I'm assuming it's gonna do pretty well for an R-rated film. But I guess we'll see. Mm -hmm. I also, so, when you said uh, July 22nd, and you are right, I'm looking at the poster, uh, July 22nd. But it's so it's bizarre to me because it didn't. You and I saw it on the 21st, so it's this weird thing of like, oh, it releases on Friday, but it's like, well. It, <laughs> Technically, it doesn't. Yeah. It released on the twenty. I don't know why they do that, but it's kind of weird. Yeah, it used and it used to be the midnight thing, right? Right, right. And now they they now yeah. they've moved it up so much. I went and saw it on four at four p.m. <laughs> <laughs> the day before it came out, <laughs> the midnight release. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh man, strange, strange stuff. I walked in. There's no one in the theater except one person in the back, last row in the middle. <laughs> I was like, that's a terrible seat to pick if you had yeah. the whole choice. And then another off. weird, another weird character was a uh, <laughs> guy came in in crutches with his girl, helped him in, and he sits in the the lower section, you know, within the, the, the lower section in the walkway than the upper. I chose right, right. the upper with the rail, so no one's in front of you. It was kind of perfectly centered. Anyways, he's down there on that lower part. Girlfriend helps him in, and then she leaves. And then I, I, me and Jesse has to help him out. Like when he's leaving, he's like carrying his soda and trying holding his crutches. Like, Jesus, you want me to grab your soda? He's like, no, thanks. <laughs> and then we see him outside, and they, his girlfriend comes up in the car and picks him up. I was like, well, that's weird, dude. She's, I'll drop you off. I'm not watching it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't know yeah, about that's that relationship. Weird. That's a little weird, man. Yeah. And he's on crutches, too. It's like, get your cripple ass and go watch it yourself. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, so. Ridiculous. This starts, um, how did it start? It just, it started in the field, right? And he's talking to his dad. Okay. Uh, it starts with Gordy, the Gordy incident. That's oh yeah. Yeah. Starts. Yeah. Yeah. This subplot that I had no idea what the fuck it had to do <laughs> with anything. It was like, what? This is right. monkey on a show from 1996, <laughs> a sitcom called Gordy, or is that what it's just Gordy? Gordy like something, yeah. Or Hello, Gordy or something. Yeah. It's a show, but it's a cheesy-ass sitcom with a family, and like they adopted a monkey that's part of their family. 
And anyways, uh, Stephen, you win. Win. What's his name in this? Ricky. Ricky. Yeah, I just I just remember him calling being, them calling him Jupe all the time. Yeah, Jupe. Jupe. But yeah, Ricky. Creator I think. of Jupiter's <laughs> claim. Yeah, Jupe. Jupe. <laughs> but uh, he was in this show as a kid, and this monkey went crazy and maimed like a couple people. And they show it, and then first of all, the CG monkey is pretty bad. I was just like, man, that's not a very good. Yeah, it's a little rough. Yeah, it's it's almost good. I was like, the animation's right, really good, but the fur and the like, it just wasn't. It was very uncanny to me. That's yeah, I mean, better. It's it's bold to have. I mean, that 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 scene is so well lit. Like typically, when you see CG like that, it's always in a sort of dark setting. Maybe so you can kind of get away with it. But that whole scene is so well lit. It's just this harsh yeah. lighting. So, you know, you're going to see you're going to see some of the inconsistency of it. I mean, looking at the Planet of the Apes sequel movies, those movies are fantastic and they look phenomenal, but they're all very kind of dark and moody. Um, so it is kind of a bold choice to shoot that in like fucking harsh lighting. And it did is a little rough, but um, yeah. yeah, weird and, way to start the movie. <clears throat> yeah, I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> fucking a chimp. I thought I was watching the lawnmower man again. It's all come back to these chimps. <laughs> He puts the helmet on and goes, <laughs> Amy, Amy, <scared. laughs> bad gorilla. So he like beats the hell. And I, it's hard to remember how much of it is in the beginning because they go back to it many times and show more. Uh, I'm pretty sure in the beginning, they just kind of show him uh, sitting there with blood on him. Right. Yeah, they don't really show yeah, much. Yeah. He just sits down and he looks right at the camera and then it's like a harsh cut. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> That, that would have been the twist, man. This motherfucker shits about monkeys. <laughs> like, just, just fucks the whole uh, crowd. It has nothing to do with <laughs> looking up or clouds or anything. Right. It's like we we sent a monkey into space back in the 70s. And it comes yeah. Back with a fucking <laughs> a monkey army or some shit. <clears throat> a vengeance. So, and then I think we go to OJ, which is the, I never know how to pronounce that dude's name. Kaluya. Yeah. Kaluye. Kaluye. Kalua. Yeah. He's a, and his dad, um, I can't remember the actor's name, but he's a really famous actor. Oh, yeah, uh, fucking Keith David. Yeah, yeah. Covenant. And and, uh, so they're just standing there, right? They're just talking some, I don't know, farmling. I'm going to go inside. Okay, I'm going to check the perimeter. He's on his (laughs) horse and all. And all of a sudden, like, Kaluye or OJ looks backwards and uh, sees his dad just fall off the horse. But there's a lot of shit dropping. Yeah, like debris starts coming down. Yeah, and he turns around. Yeah, then uh, um, he has him in the car. We get you to a hospital and there's gushing blood on the window. And then you see his his eye. And then they're in the hospital. (coughs) (coughs) Exciting stuff. Don't you go dying on me. (laughs) In the hospital and... uh, you see like an x-ray of it. You see this circle thing in his face. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Anyways, and then he has it in a bag. It's a nickel. It's like mm-hmm. a nickel. Into his eye. And he kept the motherfucker. Dad died. Kept it. Still, later on in the movie, it's on his wall in a bag. Uh, so yeah, that's the beginning. Shit falling from space. And they then they said it was a like a small private plane, right? That's how they tried to explain Yeah, like some away. sort of debris from a plane. Yeah. All this shit falling. I never believed that shit. And then <clears throat> we go to uh, was a it's a commercial or a movie set something. They train yeah. horses. Mm-hmm. Haywood Hollywood horses. 
ever since uh, ever since motion pictures, we've had skin in the game. Yeah, skin Some in the game, crap like that. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's where we get our first taste of Kaluye, just kind of being very good at uh, certain things, but not good at running the business why he's always been in the background to his dad and he doesn't know how to speak to people and he's kind of they don't 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 look at the fucking horse now okay Mm -hmm. i told you now and then he's waiting for his sister we get the 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 picture that his sister isn't very responsible but is kind of good at the talking stuff if she's ever there to do it yeah um i found the sister character to be super annoying i just didn't like her i was like god damn this motherfucker always fucking everything up it's like he's trying to get to get over here he's got the horse ready You're like, come on fucking business is falling apart here you're over here talking shit yeah <laughs> i just found her very annoying and very uh very like a uh tick-tocky super young chick and he's very serious like western guy Right. Like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna drink tonight and get a freak on a what, baby. <laughs> and he's like, I got work to do. <laughs> yeah. He's like very reserved, Always very, working. very John Wayne-y, you know what I mean? Like tough guy. Not tough, but just kind of reserved and quiet. Yeah, I really liked him in this. Even he, he didn't get much. Mm-hmm. But just like the gravitas he plays off of the quietness and the yeah, the the attitude is pretty good. So uh eventually I don't understand how they start to remember how they start to think there's something in the sky. I got you. So they, so yeah, so they, they get fired from that commercial and then on the way home, she's like, I'm going to, I'm going to go back with you and stay at the house. And there's kind of a, he saw something in like a cigar thing. What's that? Is that what it was when they were in the drive back? Didn't he see a little shape in the sky? No, they, so what happens is no, they don't see anything yet. So, on the way home from the commercial, they go to Jupiter's claim, and then they—it's mm. discovered that like they're they're he's selling horses, and then you meet the Jupe character, and there's that oh, yeah, yeah. sequence. And then later that night, when she stays over, she gets drunk uh, upstairs, and she's like, "What's Ghost doing out of the or in the circle thing?" And he's like, "Oh, yeah. get it." And then Ghost runs off into the valley, and then um, he hears something in the valley. There's like these lights, and you hear like someone on a speakerphone. You're not really quite sure what the hell's going on. And then he sees something in the cloud, like something moving, like sound moving through the clouds. And then he kind of like follows it. And then at the last second, he sees a whoop, just like the slightest little whoop. Oh, shit. That was was the first time he actually sees the the saucer. Yeah. And then it also said that Jupiter's claim is like a farm run by Jupe, Ricky, from that show in 1996, if that matters. Oh, boy. Yeah. I, th- I think that has some tie-in to do with this kid thinks because uh, eventually that monkey murders or not murder, but he maims some people. But he doesn't want to hurt the little Asian kid. He just wants to give him a dap. Was hey, what up, bro? Knuckles, Good hey, bro. I got him, <laughs> got him. <clears throat> so I think what he thinks is he's special, has a special connection with like even violent animals. And so I think that's why that subplot is there. I have no idea. You are uh, you are onto something, yes. I think so, but it, yeah. it doesn't really come to any kind of great fruition or payoff. Uh, so it seems kind of wasted CG money for a monkey, <laughs> really. <laughs> <laughs> um, but 
Oh yeah, I was gonna say that Jupiter's claim keeps buying his horses, and you know he's kind of on rough times. He's supposed to train the horses, and he kind of feels bad. He's been selling all his dad's horses. Um, he's like there, and he's like, I want to. Remember, we were gonna talk about me buying them back now. And he's like, Yeah, yeah, we'll get to that. Uh huh. Sure. And then so that's some. Uh, you see some foreshadowing of why he can't sell his horses back, and he keeps trying to avoid that question. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll get to that here shortly. And so I like how he's just like, oh, yeah, it's a UFO. UFO dogs in the sky. I saw it. Sound. Ready. And then they just come up with this cockamamie plan. What can we do? We just, they're trying to monetize it. They're like, oh, well, man, we can sell it to TMZ. You know, all these National Enquirer go up to $100,000 a picture. Like, yeah, get the Oprah shot. Them. <laughs> yeah, the Oprah shot. I don't know where you got these numbers, but uh, uh, there's a lot of ufo stuff i don't think anyone's getting paid for it you know um so they just decided to try and get the shot video uh cameras they, they go to fries get the security cameras set up and if you're trying to get the shot i feel like those security cameras aren't the best they could get right they're like black and white and grainy ass you can't even catch a uh, shoplifter on these things. They always have to, Can you identify this man? Because the cameras can't. Because <laughs> it's like 40 yards away. You can't zoom in. You zoom in, it's blurry. So it's like, yeah. You get the shape of a person. That's it's about like a, it. It's like a fucking Game Boy camera, dude. It's yeah. It's made up of like 16 <laughs> pixels. Uh, <clears throat> so I think you bought the wrong cameras, bro. And then they have this guy um, come and help him install it and that's uh what the hell was this angel torres angel torres he was pretty interesting character he's pretty funny yeah i liked him yeah he was fun because um he gets wind of like kind of what they're doing and and he's like you know i can come back and help you know it's no problem (laughs) (laughs) like no then he ends up like looking at their cameras through like online at at work and shit comes over yeah i saw the this cloud didn't move. That's eventually how they get really. Oh, yeah. I love that when he, I think it's just the first night they have everything installed. Uh, he calls, he calls uh, Emerald and he's like, Hey, just want to let you know there's a grasshopper on camera two. And she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> I told you not to be watching on me. He's like, Hey man, I'm just letting you know. By the way, camera one's down. She's like, what? Camera one's down. Like ancient aliens down. And she's like, Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. <pretty> good. <laughs> Cause every time the saucer comes around, like power turns off and stuff. <clears throat> um, so they're having trouble getting a shot of it. They're having trouble doing anything. Um, and then, then, and then the grasshopper happens to get on there. He's like, "I've never seen a grasshopper out here. This is crazy. <laughs> 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 Something ain't right." Um, so I don't know, man. We'll get more into it, but for me, I was very disappointed. And I don't know if it's just because I like his movies so much and I just had such a so excited to go see this and I built it up in my mind or what, or if it's actually, you know, that mediocre. I think it's a little bit of both, to be honest. Um, I think this is probably easiest, easily his weakest film. Um, I think Get Out has a much more interesting story and surprises in it. I think Us is a really fun throughout the whole thing like the, the dual worlds and the 
characters playing two people or the actors playing two versions is really mm. interesting. This one is really innovative story, like interesting and out there, but I don't think it ever pays off. And I think the choices that it makes to make itself different. So the saucer is a big spoiler is the alien, right? There's no aliens in it. It's like a monster movie. It's a monster. Yeah. It's jaws in the yeah. clouds basically is kind of how I yeah. describe it. Yeah. <clears throat> and, uh, which is interesting because, you know, everyone, a lot of people have done the alien movie. Um, but for me, the most intense part and spooky part was when I thought it was going to be an alien movie. Yeah. When he's in yeah. the barn, dude. Yeah. For when he's sure. in the fucking barn and the little, al- <laughs> and they're all making noise and creeping out. And he's like, Oh, hell no. <laughs> That's like one of the funnest scenes. Like I, I saw this movie twice and both times in the theater with a bunch of people that scene, you know, the movie's called Nope. And I, I both times in that theater, there was a lot of nopes. Oh, hell no. It was, it was especially when the second, like when the first one stands there and does the thing that you hear a lot, yeah. I heard a lot of like, gas and like, <gasps> and then when the second one pokes his head out, yeah, the like, whole Whoa. fucking theater is like, oh, no, <laughs> fuck no. There's a bunch there. of them. And he's like, yeah. oh, hell no. And it's still trying to film them. Like, get the, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> it's a little flip phone. That, that was the most intense part of the movie. I was like, oh, shit, it's getting yeah. scary. They're making noises and weird, uh, like creeping out of things. And then all of a sudden, the one like drops down behind him upside down. And you see the face and he punches it. And then we come to find out it's kids pranking them in costumes. But I was like, dude, that face is creepy as fuck. Yeah. That's going to be the alien face. Just two big eyes and an open mouth. Oh, I was like, like dude, fur. That's cool. It was all furry, <laughs> furry, but like a fur, like a shark. <laughs> I was like, dude, that's interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with these being the aliens, dude. Uh, but nope went a different way but for me that was the most intense part of the movie i was actually like oh shit like never with the shit in the sky was i like oh shit i don't know why this is big and it's opening i'm not i'm not that doesn't seem that intense or scary to me Mm -hmm. um so yeah for me i just think this was probably his weakest film i think they've consistently gotten weaker i think get out was like easily a a nine something us is in the eights i think i think this might be a little lower um but yeah i was just super disappointed man i was so ready to go in there and just love this movie and the only thing i loved is that they they kind of took some chances with the story but like i said i didn't pay off for me i would have preferred the little alien story like that was actually got me for a second i was like yeah this is starting to get good now we're gonna he's gonna start getting fucking uh visited all the time they're gonna fuck with him Mm -hmm. but uh not how it turned out and so the before we get into all the rest in the conclusion uh what are your thoughts on that how did you feel about this Is it just the movie the, the third movie and in comparison to his other films and um, how did it meet your expectations well it's interesting because i think i'm the opposite of you i think it's actually i think his movies are getting better and he's one of those i mean he's only done three movies but he's he is one of those directors where like even his least you know his least favorite movie, your least favorite movie, his is still a good movie. Um, yeah. I would say like us, not sorry, not us. Uh, I'm going to go in order. I think get out for me is like an 8.5. I would say us is like an 8.8. I think I like it a little better. And when I walked out of this film the first time I was like, I liked it. 
there's so much I didn't understand. There's so much that I was like, what the fuck was the point of Gordy? What the hell was the point of Jupe at all? Like, why even have him in the movie? What, like, what is this? What is that? What is the movie even about? Like, because all of his movies have, you know, central themes, like, like, get outs about, you know, you know, you know, racism and race, you know, and us, in my mind, us, us is a little more complicated. I think get outs a little more in your face and kind of blunt. It's like, I, I don't think anyone walked out of Get Out and be like, gee, what the fuck was that about? I don't know. Like, it was pretty obvious what the movie was about. And Us, I think, was a little more complicated. I think Us, you know, you can probably take a lot of different interpretations. But Us, to me, was like forgetting the lower and middle class of the United States. And, like, they're underneath us and they, they want to come out. That's kind of how I took that movie. Obviously, there's many interpretations you can probably take from that. But And then this movie, I'm like, what the fuck was this about? And so I kind of just sat with it. I'm like, I need to see this movie again to kind of, like, put the puzzles together. Um, and when I looked at it through the lens of, uh, this movie is actually about making a movie. And when I look at it through that lens, this movie was fucking amazing. I think this is, is his best movie. Um, I know that's kind of wild to say, cause everyone loves get out and I totally understand why. Um, but this, I'm also a really big fan of spectacle, big movie, summer blockbuster stuff. I know I think a lot of people are, but so I just love that from that perspective. Like he gets to do a big summer blockbuster in the vein of like, I think we already mentioned Jaws or Close Encounters of the Third Kind, like a Spielbergian thing. Um, but when I kind of started putting the pieces together and like seeing it the second time, there's a lot of things I missed or just didn't pay attention to that made a lot more sense. Like, you know, when he goes out into the valley and there's someone on the speakerphone, you know, now seeing it, you know, that's him practicing his speech for the crowd. and He's feeding the, the monster horses, but you don't really catch that the first time. Like, what the fuck was that? There's the, and there's like so many like setup and payoffs that you, you don't really think about until you see it again where like they're driving up to Jupiter's claim and they see all the little floaties and it's like, Oh, that comes back later. Or like they do, they hold on a shot of the statue horse with the flags. I'm like, Oh, that comes in later. And like the well with a photo, like all these things he sets up in the beginning of the movie kind of pays off later, which I thought was kind of interesting. Even when they're going through uh Jupe's office, like the camera's kind of like going through the office, showing you the photos, like off to the side, his wife's on the phone. She's like, yeah, we got the, a big thing coming up. You're gonna really want to be here, and it's just like that's kind of setting up. But you don't really think about it because the camera's just kind of walking past her. So always little fun things. But at the end of the day, like this movie is about is him like him. I don't know, but coming to terms or like trying to make a spectacle film and and satisfy viewers. I mean, I don't think it's I don't think it's a mistake that uh, Jupe calls the monster the viewer which I think is an allegory for us as someone who consumes and if we don't like it, we spit it back out and we're hard to please, yada, yada, yada. I think, I mean, obviously it's not, you know, apples to oranges, but apples to apples. Uh, but I think there's allegory there. I think Jupe's character of like, yeah, I think you nailed it on the head. At least I, I just, that's what I took out of it is what you did, which is that he survived this crazy accident. So he thinks he's special and he, um, and he thinks that he can do it again with this monster, but tragically, I think the reason why it's there is because it's kind of ironic and tragic that he thinks he can do it and he gets a lot of people killed because of it. And not only that, I think he's trying to say like how we, how Hollywood kind of um, takes tragedy and, and exploits it. Cause he had this, he's a child who had this tragic moment and he becomes like famous and gets a lot of money. And I think that happens a lot in real life in Hollywood. So I think there's kind of commentary there. Um, but that's just kind of the themes. I really like when I looked at it through that lens, I thought the movie was really fun. I love, I fucking love that the climax of this movie is we just want to get the perfect shot of a UFO. Like that's literally the climax. There's no, like, we're going to trap it and, and kill it and, you know, like get ready for to kill it. Like there's no killing. It's just like, we just want to get this camera shot. 
I love the climax, like playing music, and they got this whole setup with the little wavy guys. I thought the climax was a lot of fun. Um, I think visually, it's beautiful. There's a, like a lot of unsettling visuals, like when they get sucked up, it's almost like fire in the sky. It's like, ah! and they're like going up this esophagus or something, and it's like really unsettling. Um, I love the shot of like it spits out blood and like debris all of this house. It's just this wide shot, of all this blood just fucking gushing down in the house. I love the the he has to do the remix of a pop song, but there's like a little bit of remix of uh, I wear the sunglasses at night, and it's like done really well. It's almost like um, it's almost like a five in the morning type lighting. It's just fog and smoke, and like he just oh well, my soul, and he's just like there's like yeah. this intense scene with that song in the background, which I thought was really well he done. Just uh, he just slowed it down. I mean, yeah, it's not yeah, I was hoping I was hoping yeah. he would do an us thing. Um, but yeah, I to be honest, yeah, I. I walked away the first time scratching my head. Not that I didn't like it. I, again, I liked it. I was just kind of like, what the fuck? But seeing it a second time, I think a lot of the puzzles I had started to fall into peace, and I, and I enjoyed it a lot more. Um, I do think it's his best, but again, I haven't seen Us since, since 2019, and I haven't seen Get Out, I think, even longer than that. So maybe if I watched them all back-to-back, back, or not back-to-back, back, I just watched the movie twice. <clears throat> but if, if I went back and watched Us and Get Out, maybe I'd feel different. And this one's just so fresh in my mind. And had a lot of fun with it. I changed my mind, but as of it's, as it stands now, I think it's his best. Um, it's the most fun. I think it's really rewatchable. It is a little long. So I think it's a little longer than his other ones, but I think it's worth. It's not the most out. fun. Huh? You're crazy. <clears throat> this is not the most fun. This movie is fun as shit. What are you talking about? Uh, us and Get Out are way more fun than this. No, yeah. this, this kind of just drags. Agree to it's, disagree. <laughs> it's, it's it's not fun. It's interesting at some points, but it's not fun at any point in this movie, I don't think. Uh, I think to call it summer spectacle is a little grandiose, too. Like, this doesn't... A lot of people say that in the media. Was, oh, they gave him the money to do a big spectacle. But I was like, what's so big and spectacle about it? Just because he has a wide shot of the desert and something's in the sky. It's like there's no set. It's just desert. And then the little bit of sets he does have is like that western jupiter's whatever landing just a couple pieces of plywood set up it's like it doesn't strike me as a, a spectacle people keep comparing it to uh spielberg-esque i was like i don't see that in this uh i don't i guess I, maybe i don't understand what spectacle means but when you say that to me i'm not thinking big movie things going on maybe some sets maybe some effects and there's not many effects in this. And, you know, it's kind of like dirt flying in the air, shit dropping out of something. Uh, that's about it. I don't know. I mean, it's not bad. I was just disappointed. I wanted so much more from this. And then. Hold on. Time out. Time. Let's. <laughs> Dude, there's a there's a scene where he's in a truck and he opens up his door and looks up and the camera and the whole fucking frame takes over. And it's just this huge eye. And the lightning strikes, and he's just like, he shuts the door and goes, like, that's spectacle. Like, the fucking, the, the, he's never done a movie like this. You, Get Out is not a spectacle. It's a, it's a, <clears throat> a thriller horror movie, I guess. This movie has a massive monster on a big scale. Like, I would say this movie is a spectacle, for sure, compared to his other movies. I don't know. Look, if I will go compared to his other movies, but compared to spectacle movies is what I'm talking about. To him, yeah, sure. Um, I thought some of the shots in like us are more interesting and just a lot of more things going on. And 
buildings and lights and you know this is this desert just in the desert um but one of my biggest problems is the monster i'm not i don't think the monster is very cool i liked the idea of it being a ship more than a monster um and then i didn't understand like why all of a sudden the monster changes it becomes this fucking um almost parade float looking fabric butterfly thing all of a sudden it has this new form and i didn't like the new form because you know it's cooler when it's like a saucer flying saucer what we think we know and then but it's something else but then it changed and i was like in the theater like wait why did it change Mm. why all of a sudden is it now this weird thing and it wasn't before and i don't think it ever goes back to being a saucer does it i or was it at the very end it kind of went back to a saucer before it blew up no, it stays in that. I think it stays in its, you know, quote, true form. Uh, once it once it shifts, I don't think it ever goes back to the to the saucer. I, it does for a moment. It does like transform back into the saucer and fly away and then come back. And then it, so it kind of actually at that point, it wasn't true for me. It was like a little bit of rippling. Right. And then it, it like like forms in the end of the saucer and flies off. But then when it comes back and it really kind of shows its true self, I don't think it goes back after that. <clears throat> Yeah, and um, so they, they, when they get the shot at the well, they finally get the shot they need. It just looks like this ridiculous, um, I don't even know how to describe it. It's kind of like a butterfly. It's kind of like a parade float. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it looks like fabric and shit. And I was like, you're going to show this picture to anyone. And they're going to say, yeah, cool. Yeah, 100%. That's, then, that's <laughs> you know, no I, lo- I that's like this alien, movie. Bro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I like this movie a lot, but that doesn't mean it doesn't have problems. And <laughs> that is a glaring problem. No one's going to look at that. Like, you got to have footage. This whole movie, the whole climax, like, is oh, getting, you got to show the footage. That's the that's yeah. the payoff we don't get. Yeah, the cameraman they hire on was really cool. I liked him. I liked his just... Well, the animal doesn't know. It's just gravelly, <laughs> you know, mass, crazy voice. Uh, the the skeptic who gets pulled in. Okay, mm. I might believe you now. <laughs> it's then, like a, then he get there. He gets there, and like the first thing, that cloud hasn't moved. <laughs> I guess you ain't completely. Yeah, I guess you ain't completely full of shit. Uh, so uh, he was pretty good. Uh, he's obsessed with getting the shot. Um, another part I didn't quite get and I thought could have been better was the TMZ guy coming in, this crazy guy on a motorcycle. It's like all chrome on his helmet except one little black hole where he could put the camera up to it. Mm-hmm. I thought this guy was going to have more to do. Like, he comes in there, he like knows a lot. I'm like, what the fuck? Are you, are you with TMZ? And I thought it was just a joke. Mm-hmm. But no, that's kind, of, that's kind of how they play it off. I thought, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, this guy's like a men in black type of you know, or an alien conspiracy theorist, and he knows something that we don't. He's coming in here, and that's why he's got the black hole, and he puts his camera up because then he—it's just the camera. He's not looking at the alien. He knows not to do that. Mm-hmm. But then you know, that that character was just kind of just wasted, and I was like, "Oh man, I thought he was going to mean something more." Like when he hits the invisible wall on his motorcycle, oh, yeah. like, "No, bring me my camera, <laughs> oh, my camera, please." <laughs> I love it. What happens to an electric bike when it hits an electric electrical force <laughs> in the opposite direction? Wham! We'll find out. Yeah, yeah, that, that was kind of a fun little commentary on like how we, I guess, we as society, camera people who are like obsessed with, uh, I guess, again, spectacle and and need at any cost, we will we will film it. Uh, I think that's kind of what he was going for, but I have no idea. I'm just kind of reaching here, but 
Yeah, that's really just an excuse for OJ to go to be in harm's way, to go out and to where he's not supposed to be yet and get in harm's way. And so for me, the, the themes that I took away from this were like uh, slavery and animal exploitation. Animal, kind of yes. From animal is a big one for sure. Yeah. And I thought the animal exploitation was like a you know, metaphor for slavery. Mm-hmm. Uh, people thinking they can uh, use people or animals however they wish they'll never fight back you know it's always kind of a race thing in his movie so that's kind of what i was thinking it was it's obviously animals but i was like okay it's a black owned uh company and stuff and so that's kind of where i was thinking it was going or what i took away from it at least Mm -hmm. um yeah um yeah, it's interesting seeing a set like the first time i guess at the end she gets the photo and that's kind of the end but there's a last shot where she sees oj on a horse and it cuts to black that's kind of the last frame of the movie and the first time i saw it i thought she was i mean he's dead you know she's seeing him or whatever and then when i saw it a second time i'm actually convinced he's not dead and he survived because she she stands up from the well and then she smiles towards the camera right or off camera and then she closes her eyes for like i don't know 10 seconds and she opens them and she smiles again and then it cuts to him so i took it the second time as like she sees him but she's not like wait that can't be because he died and then she closes her eyes to kind of get back to reality opens it he's still there and then she smiles so i'm gonna i mean take it as you will but i the second time i was like, oh he fucking survived and, no. and that makes it a little more interesting because when the uh the whole thing with him is that he knows how to uh he knows how to be with animals he knows how to act with animals right his horses he has a, a flashback with his dad where his dad's like, some animals just can't be tamed. There's all these kind of lessons that, like you were saying about animal cruelty and how to deal with animals. And the whole, he figures out, he's the first one to figure out, like, don't look it in the eye. And he's, he's kind of treating this monster, not with respect, but just like, he's kind of playing within the rules of not fucking with this monster. So I, I like the idea of like, when it gets to the big showdown, there's like some sort of like mutual agreement like hey i've been treating you good don't fuck with me and then they kind of and then she looks at the monster and it kind of throws the monster away and he survives and just takes him a while to get to where she is because he's on a fucking horse so i like the idea of him just kind of surviving it because there's like some sort of respect between the, the monster and him and then but again that's probably a stretch but that's kind of how i took it the second time i never thought he didn't survive i thought that was true yeah. the ending because he's unlucky I thought yeah, that was yeah, the thing. That's another, it's yeah, like that's a good part he, too. he got lucky, and so because he has lucky, yeah, that's the horse's name. Is he? And then <laughs> it doesn't he answer. Never, he never, he never answers him. But I think there's our answer. Lucky is lucky. Yeah, and, and it doesn't get eaten because uh, Jupe is going to feed Lucky to the alien, and the alien yeah. doesn't. So yeah, like so, Lucky is lucky, and that's how he kind of made it, along with his own knowledge. Yeah. Uh, another thing I I didn't like was a. Uh, Gordy's, it's called Gordy's Home. Gordy's Home, it was episode 23, season two. Season two, yeah. Gordy's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Gordy's birthday. The year was 1998. <laughs> so, it's attacking and stuff. No, Gordy! Oh, God, Gordy! <laughs> and then uh, it shows him like, <laughs> you see someone on the ground and he's just beating on the little girl. And, uh, it's like, how would this happen? You're on a, you're on a TV show set. It's people in the crowd. You got animal wranglers. You got producers. Everyone on set. 
And then there's just no one. They all left. And so it's just like the kid, uh, the little Asian kid under the table. And I think the dad ran upstairs because he comes down later. Oh, oh God, Cordy. <laughs> Don't, like, no. no. No one does anything. They just run away from these kids. Even the animal wranglers who are there to stop something like this. And it's like, it's one chimp. Okay, first of all, they're strong. They can hurt you. But when you got like 50 people on set, I'd, I'd be like, hey, let's all just fucking tackle this damn chimp and gouge his eyes out and stop this murder from occurring. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> 28 days later, that motherfucker. <laughs> it's like, it's possible, man. He's a chimp. Yeah. We are the superior species. We have fire. We're the homo sapien. Let's take we this out and show, yeah. show what history has shown us. Okay. Give <laughs> a taste of his own medicine here. Oh, God. <laughs> we start bailing on him <laughs> you got 50 humans just wailing uh, on this chimp ripping his limbs apart oh, yeah it's kind of weird when you put that in perspective it is a little weird that i guess i didn't really i'm always kind of caught up in the moment i don't really think about it but just uh, left all the children yeah. no one's there anymore like, it's interesting i went back so i didn't i hadn't seen any trailers for this movie going in but i that's kind of what i do is i don't i try to avoid stuff that i'm excited about and then when i come home from the movie then i kind of watch all the trailers um i think it's kind of fun to do it but the trailers there is are cool there's a yeah the first trailer i i can understand why everyone's excited that first trailer is fucking insane um but the second trailer i'm interested because if there'll be a director's cut because there's a a shot on a back lot and there's a crowd running in a direction and there's one white fat kid with glasses just calmly walking towards camera while everyone's running away and that's clearly this scene right it just cuts outside of the lot and all the fans are running but this random kid is walking slowly with a smile on his face going towards camera i'm wondering what the fuck that's about because it's in the trailer um and there's also some stuff with emerald i think she's on in like hollywood she's on the walk of fame like where the stars are and she's like filming and she's doing stuff and then i think there's another shot of her under a bridge she's looking all sad and stuff there's a lot of like cut footage that were in the trailer um i would love i would definitely love to see what's going on with that kid um but it's interesting to see there's more emerald stuff but um i wonder if we'll ever see that that backlot stuff I highly doubt it. He's never altered any of his pictures. Yeah. And this is the first one where I think he had complete control, right? It was written, directed, and produced. Yeah. No other writers, no nothing. And so I imagine this is exactly what he wanted to put out because he had full control. I remember watching an interview about it. He's like, yeah, I never thought they'd let me do this. You know, I've done movies, but to absolutely control everything and just let me do my vision however I want. It's like, mm -hmm. I didn't think anyone would let me do that. And here they let me do it. So maybe some deleted scenes in a DVD would be cool. But yeah, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, if for sure. If he's, I, it strikes me as one of those guys who looks down on director's cuts and stuff. He seems like a purist. It's like, yeah. no, if I meant to do that, I would have done it the first time. And it's, you know, it's a sacrilegious to go back and try and mm -hmm. cut it up. I, he just strikes me as an old school director. Yeah. Yeah, the only thing that I know that he's done is on Get Out, the, he has the alternate ending, which I think is uh, Daniel Kluwer being shot by the police at the end and not his friend showing up. I think that was like too too much too much to handle back then. So he's like, hey, I'll get a little bit of a happier ending. I think we're in some weird times. So I probably shouldn't do that. But there is an alternate ending where the cops show up at the end. It actually is the cops and they, and they shoot because he's choking the, the white woman on the ground and the cops shoot him and, and he dies. But uh, So I know that alternate version 
is uh, attached to the the Blu-ray. But other than that, like it doesn't even need the that that backlot stuff. It doesn't even need to be in the movie. But like you said, I want to see a deleted scene to see why, how that connects in any any sort of way to the Gordy stuff. It's yeah. just kind of weird. Gordy's home. All right. Well, that's about all my thoughts on it. I think we covered the the important stuff. So, uh, for me, I think this one just falls a little short of the other two. So, uh, 7.3. Yeah. I mean, no surprise based on what I've been saying. I'm a little, obviously I'm a little higher. Um, yeah, this it's funny. I was watching this movie, and again, not knowing any context going in, uh, I mean, I knew it was going to be UFOs. I mean, that was kind of known. Even if you hadn't watched the trailer, you knew that there was going to be UFOs in it. Um, but it's funny. While I was watching it, I had um, I had flashbacks. Remember that movie Malignant that we reviewed? Um, it reminded yeah. me of that in a sense of like in Malignant. Spoilers for Malignant, or maybe I'll try to walk around it, but. The story uh, in Malignant, there's like a serial killer going around stabbing a bunch of people. And there's this woman who's connected to it all, but you don't really know how. And there's a scene that takes place in a prison where like the whole plot just unveils itself. And you're like, what the fuck? And it's like at that moment, you're either with the movie full and you're like, all right, this is fucking batshit wild. I'm going with it. Or you're going to be like, that's the stupidest shit I've ever seen in my life. This movie fucking sucks. And I feel like there is kind of that moment, not as extreme as Malignant is, obviously. But there is kind of that moment in Nope where it's like, it's pulling you along in this direction and then and at the last second it kind of pulls the rug out from underneath you and it's like i think a lot of audiences are going to be turned off by that decision i think a lot of audiences are going to be like that was that's a cool decision I'm, I'm running with it i'm kind of in that camp of like oh i wasn't expecting it to be a monster movie i'm kind of cool with that i'm, I'm rolling with it um but yeah i i think he's getting better and better with with each movie he does not that they're all bad i'm just saying that he she's learning from one to the next and he's growing and he's doing do, new things and he's adding more layers and it's um and i think this movie has a shit ton of layers and i think there's gonna be a lot of different theories about what this i mean you had different theories than i did sarah had different theories. i think sarah said like the the monster was an allegory for like white supremacy or some shit and it's interesting because like Jordan Peele, because of Get Out, everyone is focused on race in all of his movies. And I think there is race sprinkled out through us in this movie. But I would argue that us and Nope aren't about race at all. I mean, obviously, he's a black director, so there's going to be you know a, a black perspective in his movies. So it's always going to be sprinkles of race. But I think us and Nope have nothing, to, in my opinion, have nothing to do with race. They're all they're their own stories and own kind of themes and, and um, thoughts. And uh, looking through this view of like making a, a spectacle Hollywood movie and him kind of dealing with that and, 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 and that kind of way, I think this movie is very interesting to me. And just when even through that lens, I think anything that's about movie making, I'm going to like really attach myself to it because I love Hollywood stuff. Like I think Inception is really about movie making if you really think about it. And I think it's probably why I love Once Upon a Time in Hollywood so much because it is about Hollywood and it's a love letter to all this movie. So I'm kind of like just drawn into that shit. So when I look at this movie through that lens, I think I'm just I have a lot a lot of heart for it. Um, so for me, it's kind of long winded, but I'm gonna give this a nine. I would say Get Out is eight point five, Us is eight point eight, and this is a nine. Hmm. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure um, Metacritic has it like I do. I think yeah. Get Out was like a eighty eight, mm. and then I think Us is like an eighty four. And I think this one is trending like 79, 80. Mm -hmm. Last time I looked. All um, pretty good scores. Yeah. I mean, none of them are bad. Yeah. And it's not, it's not like I wasn't on board 
with the, the the reveal i thought that was fine i just think the third act kind of falls apart oh yeah yeah, yeah i wasn't i wasn't saying you in, in my example yeah. i was just kind of thinking about it. there's probably gonna be a lot of people that that felt kind of betrayed by uh by how it kind of ends up but like it's an interesting choice i just don't think it paid off in the third act and if it would have i would be praising the choice you mm -hmm. know what i mean like oh my god so he's so brave so courageous <laughs> <laughs> uh and yeah so that's where I'm at. So you nine and a 7.3. That's a pretty big gap. Yeah. You usually don't have that big of a gap unless we're talking about the last Jedi. I knew this was a last Jedi movie. I knew it. <laughs> this is not a I last fucking, Jedi movie. As soon as I watched this movie, I knew it. I was like, well, I don't think it's that great. Brian's going to love take, it. <laughs> it's taking a lot of weird choices yeah. and it's tr trying to be so different. He's going to subvert expectations. Yeah. I, I knew it. I was like, he's going to say this is the best one. This is going to be a high score. I was like, I totally yeah. called it. I was like, he's going to, this is right up his alley. And then I saw you were going a second time. I'm like, oh, God damn it. Yep. Yeah. Like I was right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because if I, if I hadn't have gone, I probably, because when I walked out the first time, I said, us was still my favorite. Like, to be honest, I was like, yeah, us is still my favorite of the three. But again, seeing the second time and just kind of like, like again, all the puzzles starting to fall. I kind of I was more engaged and sucked into it the second time around um, that I felt like I, when I walked out of it, I was on a much more of a high than I was the, the first time. Um, so that's kind of where I was at. But I would have I would have rated it differently if, if I only had seen it once. Uh, another interesting thing is that the the Jupe character was going to be played by that guy from uh, Date Night. Or game night. He's like, I see you have Tostito scoops. Yeah, Jesse that, Plemons. That really I think his name guy. is. I love that yeah, guy. He, yeah, it was offered to him, but he was busy doing something, and so they like, like, win character was like cast way late because they thought they were gonna have this guy. I was like, that mm -hmm. guy would have been awesome in this. Yeah, I love him. He's it would have so brought some weirdness to that character mm -hmm. more than what's his name, which is kind of wacky. So I was like, oh man, that would have been great um so i can just imagine him telling the story it was 1998 season two <laughs> <laughs> gordy uh yeah so anyways uh that's what we got a little difference in opinion go check it out and see where it falls on your list of jordan peele movies uh and don't don't be telling me oh i've seen all this stuff oh can we officially call him the best horror film director of all time I'm like, oh, come on, man. no get off it get off it <laughs> and even he tweeted yeah. it's like don't you dare start that don't yeah. disrespect john carpenter like carpenter that hitchcock <laughs> I mean, there's, there's a lot of them yeah so i like how he was even like no no don't do that yeah i don't know get get a couple more three is pretty good uh I'd like to see him do something else, though. Yeah, I want to see him do like an action movie. That would be kind of fun. something, right? Buddy, a buddy cop movie kind of deal. Something, maybe a sci-fi thriller, some kind of something else would be cool. Mm -hmm. I'm sure he will. Um, yeah, so 7.3 and a 9.0. Go check it out in your local theater. Uh, as always, you could uh, check us out here on YouTube. We appreciate you like and subscribe and you can also just listen on uh, Apple Music or um, Spotify if you prefer uh, so we enjoy you thanks for coming until the next piece we gotta say peace peace